0: gentlemen welcome to the off the grill podcast and that's it that's the intro good night everybody fuck what's up ladies and gentlemen glad to be back here same sauce time same sauce channel hopefully this show goes well um stream is rolling out new features and they are really distracting um Mostly because I want to use them and I have to refrain from doing so. Um, but seems like they might be pretty cool additions. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to take a look and fuck around with them sometime. But to see exactly what it entails. But anyway, <laughs> tonight off the grill podcast goes Hollywood. Now. Um, yeah. Probably going to be relatively wrestling heavy. Um, It's definitely going to be pretty wrestling heavy, Um, you know. So for the few of you that are here that that's like the worst news in the world, I'm sorry. There's always next week. Or just hang out anyway. Make fun of me. I like that most of the time. Uh, Dan asks, what are my final thoughts on the WrestleMania 39 card? We will be going over that en masse, I guess, which is probably not the correct verbiage there, but we'll do that. That'll be later. Once we get our feet wet and everyone can kind of hang out and chill, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but anyway, Dan, good to see you here. Glad to have you. Big T, what's up, brother? Oh, the Gypsy Warrior, how are you? I don't know. I just do the Irish accent for you, Gypsy. I I miss Sean. He's supposed to be the Irish accent opening, and since he's not here, you are the replacement. So it's not really a great fit. You know, it's kind of a legendary thing, and you're just – you're what's left over. I like you a lot for different things. It just it doesn't fit there. And I'm sorry. And it just feels wrong. And I'm sure you don't really like it. But I just don't need to complete that. It's been a long week. Um, I don't know. So I just I have to get it out. And you're you're like the um Bubby Bristers, probably a little. You're like the Elvis Gerbach of that fucking long-running bit i guess but uh jesus christ good to be here regardless <laughs> oh billy bean So i get that that alert saucy is starting and it gives me funny feelings where my uncle like to touch me on the shoulders billy has assholes on his shoulders his uncle is fingering his shoulder assholes <clears throat> it's only nine minutes damn it Nine minutes and I couldn't help myself from talking about fucking somebody's uncle fingering their child shoulder assholes. I am so sorry. So Jennifer, good to see you here. Another week, another show. Fantastic. Gypsy says you got some demons, Billy. Billy. (laughs) <laughs> Billy says, oh, the demons left. They didn't like the Billy, Billy fun time hour. Her hand's screaming something about ice and preparation H. Yeah, those are all musts. It's pretty important that uh, we take care of all that stuff. What? sling? Billy Bean had a stroke. So, sorry, buddy. Lorne Dixon, who is one of the gentlemen that I was thinking about when I was giving the uh, warning for the heavy wrestling talk is, the camera goes out of fucking focus again! If I kill myself, I could never go out of focus. Son of a bitch. Jennifer says she's here for the song. Thanks, pal. You're a real peach. (laughs) Lauren says, just enough time between the shows to visit the bathroom, sacrifice a goat, and recite the lyrics to Donovan's Mellow Yellow. I don't know most of those lyrics. I think I know five words in that whole song. Oh, saucelings. Oh, my. Saucelings. Part of me hopes that sticks. I don't think I can go ahead calling you guys that. That's a little weird, man. Gypsy says, I wonder what the announcement could be. It's going to be exciting. Cable Channel 11 has got to go do groceries. Good night, Jess. I love you. Jennifer, Goodbye. Oh, shout out Jada Stingray. Gypsy says you could do anything you could want to me, you want to me, sauce. Aw. Thanks, buddy. One day. Maybe I'll bring Billy we one of a whole thing. Let's get real gross with it. Dan asks if I saw Body take the needle spot through his D. No, because I got to see fucking stupid communist jerk-off comedian Jake Flores fucking participate in cock and ball torture thanks to fucking reddit fucking the adam friedland show reddit is really just a bunch of bullshit and fuck him for doing it and making it so easy to be to fucking so obvious to what he was up to so that these autists could fucking track it and then make it available for me to have to fucking look at accidentally thanks old fucking albert fish motherfucker kind of makes me feel like Jake Flores is killing children and eating their ass Um, and referring to testicles as fucking a monkey and and peewees. Fucking crazy. Albert Fish was a psychopath. I know that's like fucking stating the absolute obvious, but I listened to the, the, the little stinkers episode on him the other day, and it's just fucking, he's nuts. He wrote a letter, and like, so there's a, there's a high probability that, like, he, he's lying about many of the, of the the killings that he claims, but there's a reason for He's not just doing it. He's like, oh, I killed so many people. It's a, well, they're, that fucking, these people that he killed, their families are mostly still around, you know, and they know, like, they're, they weren't, like, you know, they were kids mostly. Like, so it wasn't, like, fucking, um, you know, so it wasn't like they were vagrants or, you know, fucking cast-outs or anything like that. So, like, the families are, you know, upset still. They're around. Like, they were in their lives that they're missing these fucking dead children. And You know, yeah. well, I, I cut him up, and I j- gouged his eyes out, and then he died shortly after. And then they started to, you know, I, I cut off his little ass and put put it in my bag. I wrapped it in paper, and, like, I fucking, I, I said he made a stew out of his monkey and peewees, and which is dick and balls, and then on top of these, ah, fucking testicles were disgusting. I threw them in the toilet, but that little dick, mmm, good eating. Don't clip that. Oh, my God. Dan says, shoulder b-hole trauma it's No joke steak. Billy says, no, it was my front touchy place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, why am I doing this? This could all have been Patreon. And I decided just to be a fucking nutcase. And do it here. What are you going to do? Fuck it. Who gives a shit, man? Listen, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not saying anything here. More often than not, there's last week's a different story. That's a whole thing, Um, but I'm me. Mean, like maybe there's a couple of like minor slurs that I'll drop every now and again, but I don't mean it the way you think I mean. Shut up. Whatever. Do it or don't. Who gives a shit? <sighs> Jess is appalled. <clears throat> Big T asks what my favorite stand-up special of all time is. Oh fuck, Big T, I'm gonna put a star on this and come back. To, I need time to think about that. That's a hard fucking. Delirious is one of them. Delirious is way up there. Um, Gaffigan's third special is really fucking great. The one after King Baby, you know, Beyond Beyond the Pales first, then was it King Baby, and then one more. I don't know. Can't fucking remember, but I, whatever the name of the third one, I'm pretty sure, and I'm stupid. Oh, fuck it! Now I have to look it up. He was in the Love Guru. We might have to watch that piece of shit. Mister Universe is the one I, I'm talking of. The one I'm talking of. <clears throat> so I guess that's his eighth album. So I guess, yeah, so you'd have the. uh just CDs or whatever, but his third like televised special, I guess. Is what I mean by that, goddammit. Um, those are two right off the top of my head. I don't know which one of Carlin's would be my favorite. Um the one, the fucking the one in New Jersey is great. Uh, Playing with Your Head, I think it's called, is another fantastic Carlin one. Norton's Please Be Offended is one of my all time favorites. Uh, Patrice O'Neill fucking elephant in the room is another all time. I'd put it up everything I said except delirious and I'd put it above that Gaffigan special too. Um, fuck man, That's a tough question. How dare you ask me such a hard one? I'm going to keep a star on it. Cause I might, I didn't really give you an answer. Those are some of the things that popped into my head first. So, We'll go back and maybe I'll have an actual answer to you by for you by the end of, uh, by the end of the show. I'm having a fucking stroke too. Goddamn. <sighs> anyway, oh Billy says slang var or just slang is a Scottish cheers. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jeepers. Just like saucelings, I think. I think that's clapping at it. So oh lord. Dan says we need a definitive Albert Fish movie. That story is absolutely chilling. I fucking totally agree. Um retro-cast. What's up, buddy? Gives in the house. That guy's a real jerk. <laughs> It always makes me laugh. Somebody asked Paul McCartney what they thought about fucking uh... ah fuck. Is it Mark David Chapman? Is that one want a shot, Lennon? I think that's right. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm stupid. Who cares? But like they asked him what he th- they thought of him, or what they asked Paul McCartney what he thought of Chapman. And he goes, he's a jerk of all jerks. You tell him, Paul. Gypsy says, Dan, I actually thought the gray man was really well made. And he goes, is it fair to say there's nobody worse than Albert Fish? I think Hitler's probably still worse. But who knows? Dan says it is. I still feel we haven't gotten that definitive story. I I just, I don't know. I haven't seen the gray man, so we'll figure it out. (laughs) says, fuck it, we'll do it live. (laughs) I knew he would do this. Lauren, you're a bastard. Bastard! Dan says, I've been talking about doing a Leonard Lake Charles, and I don't know. I'm dumb. Jess says, I was just going to say Eddie Murphy delirious. I fucking hated for years. My father is such a, a fucking idiot that, and I, I was young, I was 10 or 11, man, but like, he's all raw. That's, that's like the best stand up ever. It's so dirty. And yeah all right he was born in 74 so yeah yeah yes 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 74 let's not fucking let's not let's move off the path here um the like the dirtiest special anyone's ever done and it's so funny and again it's very good it's great and i just for years thought oh nothing's ever dirtier than raw and delirious is dirtier than raw it's also a lot funnier. It's better. It's just fucking it's better material, man. It's so good. So fucking good. I don't think I've ever laughed harder at anything. It was my favorite fucking the amount of times I played the DVD that I picked up from Walmart for five fucking dollars. Just accidentally. Um more than fucking got my money out of it, but the amount of times I played it and like after the movie was over, it was one of those old title screens where it would like it had audio, like it would just loop different fucking parts of the special. And so I'd like dream and have about him going, Ice cream! Ice cream! And all that shit is fucking. And I feel like the uh, Aunt Bunny falling down the fucking stairs is on there too. It's like the last thing before it clips back to the beginning. Um, but yeah. What's up, Ben Grimm? Gypsy says, "I forget what special it's from, but my favorite Carlin bit ever is when he's talking about rights. I, so he's got a right, she's got a right, you've got no right. That's my right. Like all that shit. I feel like that's. I feel like that's his last special. Like that's. Uh, it's bad for you." <laughs> Billy says, "Oh bullshit! You know that. You know that Brenda squab Showtime special is in top five. Bro, I didn't know we were talking about comedy, B. Yeah, it was Chapman. I don't know. Yeah, I'm dumb. I forget those fucking names all the time. Dan says, I've had an Aleister Crowley movie in the back of my head for a while now as well. I don't know much about Aleister Crowley. I know uh, LeVay was a big fan of him. The old... Uh, started that episode in The Little Stinkers today, which was kind of cool. Because there's not real a lot of killing in that one, but... He's a uh, interesting cat, well fucked up. Uh, Jennifer says, "Carlin all day." Hell yeah, man. Chipsy says, "Speaking of Paul McCartney, do you buy the theory he's dead and it's a lookalike? I've n- I other than like I I'm well aware that like that theory is out there and it's been out there what since the seven sixties, right? Because it was while the band was still together they weren't long for the 70s. I don't, I don't fucking know shit about the Beatles, man. But um, I've looked into it exactly zero because the Beatles don't really move the needle for me one way or another. I don't care about them. So I've never looked into it. Maybe I should. Maybe we'll do that. I don't know. Sometime. Fuck it, brother. Um, Billy says, Jesus, I'm older than your poppy. Well, they had me young. What can I say? My mother was had young, and I believe my grandmother was had young. It's just the way we do things in in Sauceville, okay? And Sauce is my mother's last name. My father decided he didn't want to take her to the fucking hospital when she went into labor, so she went, (laughs) sauce! (laughs) That's where it came from. Her last name is Sauce. Um, She is not named after... A condiment, however. So, I don't know what she was thinking. Big tease of steak. Would you? Would you? Maybe mind saying a little prayer that Dominic Mysterio either gets psycho sitted this weekend. Try that again, T. <laughs> a goonie goo goo. <laughs> <laughs> uh fuck! That's so funny. What's up, Jamie? Uh, purple. That's weird. When right? I fucking hate that it does this shit. It just says, "Here are the words for the emoji they've chosen. Just show it. Figure it out. It's a fucking emoji. It's not that hard to fucking." Just go, all right, we are great. We can read yours now. You can read ours. Thanks. And then go back to just trying to fucking split the country apart. Your wife's a Bigfoot, isn't she, Gus? (laughs) Dan says, T, the build of the Mysterio match has been pretty good. Big tease. I'm only kidding. I'm really looking forward to that match. Uh, Dan Shine, Crowley's Diary of a Drug Fiend is readily available at Barnes & Noble right now. Fucking eh. I'll have to grab that. We go pretty often, me and the, the lady and the kid. So, um, Ben Grimm says H.H. H. Holmes needs a movie, a booby trapped kill hotel. How has that? that not been made into a horror? I think is what he meant to say, but computers are dumb. So are phones. Um, I'm going to say that See No Evil is a. Is It borrows heavily from H.H. Holmes. It's not true, but I'm going to say it. Gypsy says, Alistair Crowley lived for years at the Scottish Highlands. His house was on the shores of Loch Ness. I've been, and it has this disturbing aura about it. Big T says, Dominic's Proving Ground. Cliff Booth, I've missed you the last couple weeks. Speaking of comedy, the funniest thing I've ever heard is every time Dan talks about how hot Faruza Balk is. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Retrocax is Avril Levine is the imposter. I've heard that too, and also, I don't like her. I just wish there wasn't the real genuine article or an imposter. Fucking awful music. Ah, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants him to snap his leg in half. That makes sense. He's fucking... Listen, man. I do it all the time, too. You just you miss. You forget words. Like, you say them in your head as you're, like, typing it out. But you don't type it. And then you're too far gone. You hit it and you go, fuck! Gypsy asks if I've ever watched Taylor Tomlinson. I haven't. Because I've found that most women can't do stand-up. At least not in a way that I enjoy. Now, notice I didn't say that women aren't funny. Or even that most women aren't funny. It's not true. There are fucking many funny women. But, I don't think they're good at stand-up. I don't know what it is exactly. Just the shit. Because, like, most dudes talk about the same fucking handful of topics. Being a dude, I can kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been there. Being a straight, white man... Never went on a date with a gentleman. Don't know anything about that. Can't relate to that. Um, never had a period, not allowed. Don't have the parts for it. So it's just like those are the first two I can think of that women fucking talk about a lot. Um I mean there's the family shit that'll always overlap, like fucking my father was a dick, my mother was a fucking spinster, whatever. Like, I don't know, fucking. I don't think you can be a mother and a spinster, can you? At least not while you're raising children. What the fuck is a spinster? Why am I saying things I don't know what they are? These are the questions that will never be answered on this show because I'm, frankly, not intelligent enough to analyze that kind of thing. What if I just started a podcast where I go, hey, I'm going to have a doctor on, and he's going to tell me what's wrong? They wouldn't do that. I just, like, fucking televised my therapy appointments. That could be fun. Uh... Gypsy says some of her stuff's okay. I know Orc likes her, but I assume it's the way that I like Eliza Sleshinger. And it's just that she's fucking hot. Not funny. Very hot. Um, she's not funny in conversation either. Like she's very fucking just whiny Hollywood douchebaggery. Um But like the fucking guys we fuck broads. Um Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher—they're funny. What's her name from Broad Topics? Who is Jay Gomez? Dumped <laughs> many a load into her. Jesus, um, Jay. Enough. Uh, Big T, Blood and Honey is criminally underrated. I had a great time with that one. Oh, oh, sorry. Dan asks, have you watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey yet? I have not. Um, I have it. I have have it in my possession, so I can, um, thanks to the people involved in that decision. I appreciate it. Ben Grimm says Nikki Glazer is hot. I'd glaze her. Dude, I have like I know it's a shitty hacky joke. I've made it a thousand times. I have never heard fucking anyone else ever use that joke until tonight, Ben. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing cuz listen, man. Sometimes you can spit a hacky joke out and it'll get fucking laughs. Like it'll absolutely be like, "Oh, Oh, you said that? You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. You know, like, it'll, it'll, it'll get a response for sure. Um, Yeah. Let's not objectify our ladies, Jiminy Crickets. But we're about a half hour into this son of a bitch. A little less, given the fact that... Uh, I've decided that a five-minute and 45-minute opening video is, you know, a, a good idea. But, you know, what are we going to do? So I think I'll take the time now to plug to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Off the grow podcast. Uh, last week, I had a couple fellas on with me. We watched Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Um, a fun time was had by all. First time watch for me, pretty cool. Um, But tomorrow night, I don't think I uploaded it because I'm fat and stupid. Please prove me wrong. Can't because I really (laughs) didn't upload it. (laughs) Isn't that funny? But tomorrow night, 9 p.m., right here, public episode. Leprechaun, watch along, finish off March with a whimper. I fucking, I don't like this movie. But, hey, it'll be fun because I am going to be very mean. I might even get drunk to be extra mean. We'll see. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll probably be drunk. Um, Jen says she never got to watch. Are you talking about the, the Winnie the Pooh movie? Gypsy says Leprechaun is a guilty pleasure of mine. Ben says he likes the sequels more. Me too. Every sequel is better than fucking that one. Cliff Booth says Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers is terrific. I had a lot of fun with that, man. Cliff Booth also says Kathleen Madigan's a good comic. She's she's solid. She's definitely funny. I don't know a lot of her stand-up, to be totally fair. Um, but I feel like Louis Black's not going to fucking back you and vouch for you as much as he has over the years you know, if you weren't good. So I will, I will blindly agree with that. Um, GFC says my favorite one of those types of jokes is what kind of bees give milk (laughs) boobies. The Hollywood, Oh, Hollywood chainsaw hookers. Yeah, that's, I don't know if that's really your speed. I mean, give it a shot. Maybe it is. The link to that is in the, is in the description on the link to the video. I'll send you the link. Or figure... I don't know. We'll see. Whatever you need. You're on the Patreon. I'll send you the link to the video. doesn't matter. (laughs) Got your money, sucker. Um, So, yeah. That's tomorrow night, 9 p.m. in the East. Probably have some guests. You know, we'll see what I can scrounge up. It seems like everyone... I was hoping... Because the way the fucking end of 2012 was, I was hoping I'd be able to start 2023 and just fucking shoot out of the gates. But it feels like everyone did the same thing and towards the back end. Just kind of, went, oh, let's chill for a minute. Let's take a break and move on. So I have to actually compete with people doing shows. You know? But what are you going to do? Um. Oh, he, she hasn't seen the Winnie the Pooh movie either. Jace's Fortune is pretty funny. Fortune Femster, So, she was really funny, always really funny on At Midnight. I did like her on that show. Which, I don't know if I should be embarrassed or not to um, admit to watching that show. I don't know. Hmm... Big T asks if or I ask my thoughts on Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers is interesting. She's one that like a lot of fucking, a lot of the like a Patrice, like Patrice O'Neill, Robert Kelly, Jim Norton, Louis CK, that era of comics from like New York and Boston. And, 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 and like it's like the they the, basically the guys that started in the late 80s, early 90s. Like they all have massive respect for her. And, and she was someone that came fucking uh, probably a, a class, I guess. Like a fucking, you know, a class or two or three maybe. Because she's, she's mm-hmm. rubbing elbows with, like, fucking Carson and shit. She's got She's definitely closer to, to him than them. But they always fucking spoke highly of her. Like, I, I grew up knowing her as, like, that fucking um, award show broad. Like, her and her stupid daughter. She's very funny on that episode of Louis. She's in so like Louis fucking cool with that. Like he's bring he brings people in like that. and like, fucking uses them. Just you know maybe against type. Like she just played herself, so it's not really against type, I guess. But uh, it's funny. I think she's a lot funny. Like because I think a lot of people. I, unfortunately, as far as pop culture goes, that's what she'll be remembered as. Is just some fucking award show talking head and that's unfortunate. <clears throat> Cliff says I went to the Wailing Wall the other day standing there with my harpoon like an idiot. <laughs> 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 Jamie says a cow said somebody pulled my teeth. How dare he you guys gotta knock it off all of you. Dan asked what my weekend snack plan for mania. I'm a fat pig. I don't get weekend snack plans. It's whatever I can fucking, I fit in on my normal day. I've decided that's really the only way I can go. I can't fucking snacks. snack. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll have a bunch of fucking cheese or something. I might end up working that night. So I might be at work. So I will fucking totally throw a wrench at those plans anyway. Um, but, Uh, anyway, you know, like I'll just not have like if I'm going to just fucking snack and whatever the fuck for that, I'll just not have dinner and dinner will be just snacks. You know, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> God damn, man. Chipsy says, one of my all-time favorite comedians is Hector Nickel. Just a heads up, though, that you'll probably need subtitles. He's got such a thick Scottish accent, even I need to sometimes. Damn. You sh- Maybe he's just, like, mentally diminished. Um, Chipsy says, but he is really funny. One of the all-time greats, in my opinion. Jay says, her last special, not so much. Is that... Fortune or at Taylor Tomlinson broad. Uh, Dan says Fortune's bad, but I can't say she's elite level hilarious. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't either. She's funny enough though. She's it's an odd place, like. Um. I am in love with that fucking, not in love with it, but I bought it on a whim just after, I think it was after the fucking that uh, John Mulaney in the Lunch Pale Pedophile show. It's very funny. It's just, it's kind of weird. Um, it's, it's, it ends up being a funny uh, thing. So check that out if you haven't, whatever it's called, but like John Mulaney in the Nutsack Game. I don't know. Um. Watching that and, like, his specials that are all on Netflix, I kind of got a, a Mulaney bug. And, uh, oh, and then um, that, oh, fuck. Oh, hello. Um, John, John Mulaney's fucking character. I can't, is it uh, George St. Geekland? But uh, he reminds me of Jess Graham a little bit. Um, but anyway, watching all that shit, fucking, I mean, all right. Fuck it. So I found out he had this, this TV show on Fox for a season. Um, like Nassim padrade left SNL to, to be a co-star on it. And like, Mulaney was an SNL writer. So he kind of like took those people with him. He was himself leaving SNL for it, but, and it just failed, but it had Martin Short and, uh, oh, fuck Elliot Gould. And it's just, it's, it's a very funny fucking show, man. Like it, it's, it's, Pretty typical as far as, like, you know, a sitcom goes. But I liked it a bunch, man, and it only one season. It's a shame. But uh, Fortune Femster like, a security for Martin Short's character's television show. And it's good. It's good shit on there, too. Uh, Big T says, so Saturday I'm doing a pasta with diced onions, ground beef, pepperoni, and diced bacon and a tomato soup sauce with shredded cheese. Well, I hate tomato soup, but I hope you enjoy it. Ben Grimm says nachos, lots of nachos, the nacho man, oh yeah. Uh, but Big T says, but the pretzel pizza is back, so I'm going to see if they're selling it early before Monday. Oh, that's a good idea. Cliff says Gilbert on Stern is some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard. Thank God you can still listen to those appearances on YouTube. Gilbert's another one. His I think special, he's got one. At least that I know of, it's just called dirty jokes, and it's just fucking old, like all the jokes that you told to your friends, like because you're you had a fucking like a young uncle or something like that. Um And they're great because they're told in his style. So, like, he's made them his own in a way. You know, he obviously finishes off with the fucking aristocrats. And that was the first version I'd ever heard. I heard it before I even, like, I think the movie was out. the little documentary on it. But I hadn't seen that or heard of it then. I was, like, fucking 11, 10, 11, maybe 12, somewhere in there. And I saw it. It was on uh, Comedy Central's Secret Stash, whenever the fuck I saw it. And that joke blew my mind. I didn't know it was like a wrong, like a long running bit. God damn, no. Very good. Big T says I used to love Howard Stern, but the way he treated certain people, like Gilbert and a lot of the Whack Packers, I wouldn't spit on him if he was on fire. Nah, fuck that jerk off. He's always been a fucking narcissistic piece of shit. Just a fucking absolute asshole. They had to—I don't know. So there's fucking Opie used Opie from Opie and Anthony used to fucking scream about how after the Sirius XM merger so that Opie, Anthony, and Howard would, would have been in the same building most days. They started shutting down the hallways. You couldn't fucking... No one could be in the hallways when he would get on the floor or when he'd leave the studio. And that always fucking... That always fucking made me not like the motherfucker. And then... Um, I mean, then it comes like, OP's a fucking weirdo piece of shit, so... It may have just been a directive that was ordered because Opie's weird and they didn't know what else to do. Like, Opie was still at that point worth the contract, so they just... fuck. Well, we can't get rid of him because, you know, it's still worthwhile to keep him, but... We can't have him bugging Howard. He's our fucking cash cow, you know? And Sirius won the war, so the XM guys, Opie and Anthony, got fucking shit on. Ron and Fez, too. But they were always, like, lower... uh, Yeah, the, um, whatever the fuck. So anyway, I don't know. We keep going. I don't know if I have other shit to plug. Big announcement before we get into the WrestleMania shit for the rest of the show. Um, as you saw, cause I fucked it up. I tried to make that a little teaser before the, the opening started, but I didn't know that popping one on wouldn't, whatever. Anyway region free season three if you look real close you got a little hasbula and you got the main man himself um i don't know it's kind of uh lackluster but i've been asked and i've accepted i will be joining region free starting april i believe I don't know what's out there, what's not. So these are what it is. Dan Shine has popped the link to the new region free channel on in the chat. So pop over there, like, subscribe, all that shit. There's nothing to like yet. There's no videos on the page. Uh, Dan says, can't wait to have you on a region-free steak. I can't wait, man. I'm kind of excited. You know, I mean, hey, full disclosure, maybe, uh, maybe in a sort of <laughs> – Lauren says, if by April you mean May 13th, yes. Okay, May 13th, not April. I don't fucking know. I don't pay attention. I don't like to read. Sometimes it doesn't fucking soak in. So I mean, even Ben Grimm knows it's May 13th. I'm out of the loop. I don't listen to shit, so. What are you going to do, man? Um, But yeah, long overdue. If I can be a little egotistical right now, long fucking overdue. Um, There were definitely people (laughs) that fucking made appearances on that show that, uh, you know. Maybe, maybe shouldn't have been for one reason or another. Um, Not to name any names. It's many and I don't, I don't, I don't hold the names back for any reason other than just I don't feel like going into it. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe the way to think of it is if you're hearing this and you're offended by it, then maybe I'm talking about you. I don't know. Maybe not. It's not most of them, but it is a couple of them. And ladies and gentlemen, I have been informed that I am uh, no longer a part of Region Free. I want to thank everyone involved. It was great. I appreciate it. Um... Hey, it is what it is. Worked out well for Shane Gillis. I think we just fast forward to me dead in the ditch somewhere. I was murdered. (sighs) Retro CAC says, that's exciting. I got fired from that show. <laughs> I don't think you got him fired, but maybe. I don't know what you were like behind the scenes. Yeah, it turns out Retro Cack CAC is a fucking raging alcoholic. Um, <clears throat> and he likes to throw his empty bottles. Where are we? Where are we going, Gypsy? (laughs) I'll be tuning back in. Fucking A, baby. See? Yeah. How come? I'd love to see you back on Retro. I feel like maybe it just... uh, I don't know. Steven LaPierre. Holy shit. Here he is. What's up, man? Haven't seen you in a little while. At least not live. I know you pop up in the comments every now and then. I appreciate you. Region Free. I just subscribed. My man. Gypsy says people like the F of the Opera. What is that? F of the. Couldn't. The faggot of the Opera. (laughs) Oh, I have a feeling that's not going to make it over to region free, but hey, so what, baby? We can, uh, we can always do that over here. No big deal. Oh, Gibbs, I wasn't definitely not referring to you because you bring shit to the table that I don't. You're definitely worthwhile. Uh. You have a knowledge for games that I couldn't begin to comprehend. I don't even know the games that I do know about as well as, you know, the fucking all the other shit. So Lauren says this is basically the sex pistol signing with EMI and getting sacked the next day. That's a little what I was thinking. EMI. Gilbert joke. Mackenzie Phillips admits when she was a kid, her father climbed into bed with her every night and had sex with her. I can't even get my daughter to hold my hand when we crossed us. That's the worst Gilbert Godfrey ever. Um, and I think the fact that I, ref- my impressions are much worse on this show than they are in real life because I refuse to do the facial acting on the show. So that's a thing, I guess it's like any good impression there is an element of you kind of like mimicking their face or at least doing your version of what you think they're doing. Um, and none of mine are good, but they're only sort of close because I do that. Um, <laughs> Kim says he, re- he refused Susan's advances. <clears throat> What's up, Mikey? Old dying breed. Cliff says, just subscribe to Region Free Season 3. My man. Dan says, "Damn, I thought I was the heartthrob of Region Free. Dan says, spread the word, man. Hey, why not, right? Mikey says, thank you, you have a face for radio. That I do, my friend, that I do. Ben asks, I wonder how much Gottfried made off of Aladdin. Probably a decent amount, all told. I mean, residuals on that have to be had to have been pretty nice. Do the estates get the residuals? Does that keep coming in? I don't know how that works. I don't really care either, I guess. Um. What's up, Orc? How you doing, brother? Um, but yeah, I think because he's he 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 voices him in all the like the direct to video sequels too, doesn't he? And then potentially the television show as well. So all like off the that franchise, probably a fucking pretty sizable chunk of change. Um I don't know. So WrestleMania goes Hollywood. I guess I lied. So we'll run down the card a little bit this Saturday. Um, I'm on bleachreport.com. Looks like this is Eric Beeston's um, WrestleMania 39 uh, match picks, including Ring. Oh. oh, shit. They're on the fucking show. Why wouldn't you pick that match? How fucking stupid. <sighs> so we start off Rey Mysterio versus Dominic. Should I just throw this up on there so you can kind of fucking. How do you do this? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to do anymore. They have. Right here. There we go. Okay. There we go. We figured it out. Really wasn't any different. I'm just dumb and panicked. What are we looking at here? So we got Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. I don't know if these are in any actual order if they're just the way he wanted to write about them. Um so this match is is progressed over I feel like every single one of these fucking um I've been watching the on WWE these they've been putting out these like uh playlist videos, like they're not an actual playlists, it's just like a video of of like fucking moments and shit for all these feuds but i've noticed that like all the feuds that they've done that for have been like very long-term storytelling where like weird shit like fucking they'll have some fucking interaction and then like six months later like the actual story will start and it's just so kind of cool like fucking you know or maybe three months six is a little crazy but like it's like they are throwing fucking seeds for shit like that out over time. And this one, it's been crazy to watch this fucking... This kid, Dominic, showed up, I think, during the pandemic. I don't think it was before. Um You know, he sh- obviously we knew him as a child, but, like, as far as being a performer... Oh, no, it was Mania 19, right? Or SummerSlam 19 with... uh he, he fought Rollins. Or was that 20? I don't know. Whatever. So, roughly, the fucking pandemic era. Well, all that shit, the fucking... Um, like the Seth Rollins feud and all that shit, but, um, very plain, bland fucking kid, you know, just like the, the, the definition of Nepo baby, cause like wasn't really any good. Definitely didn't deserve to be where he was, but alas, he was still there. Fast forward, you know, however many years later it is two, three, four years, whatever the fuck it is. And, it's night and day, you know, and he's still not superb or fantastic, but, you know, like, he's come a long way. His character work at this point is pretty fucking sweet. You know, him growing out like the fucking Guerrero mullet is a nice little tribute and all that shit. Him him being aligned with, with Judgment Day is great and fucking Rhea Ripley and Mommy and all, all that fucking shit's very cool. Very cool to see, and I think that's fucking... A lot of that's Ray Ripley inspired and that's all. pivoting from being this super dark group of you know like fucking demon worshippers or whatever the fuck it was with Edge to just being that ah, we're gonna fuck around with Judgment Day. I don't know, we're kinda spooky sort of like but hey, also it's just fucking you know but all that shit is very cool. You know, and I'm obviously still not watching week to week. I couldn't figure figure a way to fucking make that work, so what I've seen of this, I, I catch all the fucking segments because Rhea Ripley is like one of the only wrestlers I follow. So like anything she posts, I'm, I'm on. Um, definitely. So like that storyline I've been pretty well caught up in. I, I watched, they have one of those videos is like almost two hours long. The whole Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, um, Cody Rhodes towards the end of that. Because they do help kind of show both of those off. <clears throat> um. But like, so that one was like fucking real thorough. And some of that I'd seen and been caught up on with Elimination Chamber. But I really fucking think that that last couple, the last couple weeks, man, like all of most of February and March have been terrific building up roads and rains and and God damn roads and solo that fucking you're not ready. You're not ready. I've been where you are. You know, like all that fucking shit, man. Rhodes is so good, and I cannot believe I was so fucking against him coming back to WWE. But I don't know. Anyway, so with this match, I'm gonna go as far as who's gonna get the win. I, I feel like Ray's gonna win. You know, it's it makes sense with the story. Maybe you get the fucking the embrace at the end. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I feel like maybe this is the start of the turn, like Dan says in the comments somewhere. I lost it. But then, like, that slowly starts to turn. And that This can't be just, okay, I'm good now. I'm happy again. You know, but maybe fucking slowly and who knows if, if Ripley we'll get to that, I guess we'll talk about it a little more. I don't I haven't seen shit about it. I don't know. I really wouldn't know that there is a feud between Ripley and Charlotte. Um because actually, as a matter of fact, fucking I think the WWE is, is a lot of the reason those clips come up. She's not sharing them. So she ain't sharing shit about the fucking or they're not sharing shit about that Charlotte storyline, I guess. Uh <clears throat> and then, of course, here, I see this. Lauren throws up the uh, region-free Twitter. Head on over there, follow that. I lost the chat. Oh, wow. Sorry, guys. We'll catch up with it at some point. But um, I just see Big T says, man, Tony Khan messed up with Cody. Yeah. You know, I mean, he wanted to play with fucking Mr. Midcard Chris Jericho and and the young fucks. It's whatever. That's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. Cliff Booth says Rhea Ripley is an extraordinarily broad woman. Yes, she is. Um all right. Anyway, let's get through this fucking <laughs> a little quicker. I think Ray's got a win. I think that's that's what this guy went to. The safe prediction is the most sensible. It makes more the most sense. You're gonna give fucking Dominic a win against Rey Mysterio. I think that's a little crazy. Like I get it. You know, maybe he wants to do the job for his kid, but someone else can do that. Let Ray fucking go out with a win. I assume he's wrapping up. So then next we got this. What is this called? Men's WrestleMania Showcase Match. Okay, first of two showcase matches added to the cards in hopes of getting as many superstars as possible onto the show. The men's four-way tag features guys who have certainly earned an opportunity to compete at the grandest stage of them all. Street Profits Alpha Academy have a long history of uh, many matches with Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Getting better, check it. Whatever. Strowman and Ricochet have emerged as a formidable team on SmackDown, while the Viking Raiders are a threat to any team at any time. So, I could see Strowman and Ricochet winning it. Maybe they want to run with that tag team because, I mean, Strowman's a big name. They've probably got him signed a decent money. Nowhere near what, what he was getting before they released him, I'm sure. But, I feel like they wanted, they're they probably going to want to spend or do a little more with him for the money they're spending. Gable and Otis probably don't really have a sh- shot to win. Same for the Vikings. They're fucking dorks. Jesus Christ. Street Profits are probably an even better fucking shot to win. Um, it seems like Montez Ford is on his way to breaking out. So I'm going to go with them. Um Ford and Dawkins potentially splitting and Ricochet and Strowman unlikely to challenge the more popular Zane and Owens. The Raiders get the nod in this one. Wait, what? Hold up. Okay, yeah, here we go. Question is, what WWE hopes to accomplish with this? Is there a title opportunity at stake? Is it a just-cause match? That would better help with accurately predicting you might walk away with their hands raised. That's fair. Um, that's why I'm still going to just fucking err on the side of caution and go street profits. Uh, women's Showcase match, we've got Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, Natalia and Shotzi. Fuck off. Those two both fucking suck. Rousey and Baszler and then a mystery opponent. Well, Natalia and Shotzi aren't fucking winning this. Let's throw them out right away. They, they aren't winning it. They shouldn't win it. Fuck them. They suck. Get them off TV. Rousey and Baszler, I could see them being a pretty fucking dominant tag team. I think I would kind of like them to go in that fucking direction, actually. That would be pretty sweet. Um, Raquel's gorgeous. I love her. She's huge. Um, Liv Morgan's great. Shouts out Elmwood Park, New Jersey. But got to go Rousey Baszler, and this fella does too. Beautiful. Uh, do not be surprised to see her and Baszler potentially challenge Lita and Becky Lynch for the tag title sooner rather than later. Makes sense. I guess that works. You know, who, who better than to fucking, you know, maybe fully retire Lita than Baszler or, or Rousey, you know? Uh, next up, Intercontinental Championship match. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Gunther. Gunther wins, hands down. But this match is going to be fucking violent i am very excited about this one um like fucking the amount of shot like this, this is just gonna be straight up european fucking you know just uppercuts and shots and it's gonna be a brawl it's gonna be sick we're not gonna get like the technical aspect of that kind of british style but you're gonna get that you're gonna get the more the Finley-esque version of that, I think. You know, like just the hard hitting and then still some of the oh, I'm gonna bend your arm behind your back and then fucking stomp on it, you know, that kind of shit. Because that's fun. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's any way that fucking Gunther walks. I say I please hope I tell me I didn't say Walter. Ugh. Gunther retains Edge versus Finn Balor, hell in a cell. Someone else has said it and I just fucking I shot up when I heard it because um Jesus because it just made so much sense. I don't like this version of Edge. Anything about it really. I thought we got close to something that I would really enjoy when he started Judgment Day, but this whole like, hey, I'm a you know, I'm a nice guy. You know, I'm a really nice guy, but Don't make me mad. Don't mess with my family. I'll get you. I'll teach you a lesson, buddy. Boy, you don't want to see my dark side. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What happened to the ultimate opportunist? You know, the rated R superstar. I get that, you know. He's an older man, so maybe that whole fucking aesthetics. But the ultimate opportunist, that really doesn't go out of style. In fact, the older you are, the more this shit even fucking can be played up on. I mean, you know, I mean, how fucking Ric Flair, as recently as last summer, I think, was it summer 22? The dirtiest player in the game, 70-year-old fucking jerk-off Ric Flair, had a match, you know, like it's and it was awful. Um. So yeah, I just I don't know Edge because I don't like Finn Balor. I hope Edge wins, but I don't like this fucking version of Edge. I don't like Edge losing to Finn Balor is not going to help Finn Balor. He's it's a fucking sunk cost at this point. Just move on. Next up, Brock Lesnar and Omos. Omas, I think is how you say it. I think I finally figured that out. Eventually, that'll stick. Lesnar wins, no doubt about it. Um, If they want to make this match good, they're going to give Omos some fucking some time on offense, like legitimate time. Make it look like he's going to beat Lesnar, you know, not a squash and not like a, oh, John. you know, not, not like fucking Brock Lesnar beats the shit out of John Cena for 10 minutes and then loses by mistake. You know, like let it be a little back and forth, but Omos, it, you know, it's like, ah, oh, Lesnar ain't doing well. And then, hey, I got you, bitch. You know, I do want to see this dude fucking take some Germans. I don't know if that's like, if that's extra dangerous because of how tall he is or not, or if it makes it easier. But, yeah, that's what I want to do. I almost put too many G's in goodnight. (laughs) night. You want to accidentally send a predictive text. Whoops. But, yeah, Lesnar, the prediction, obviously. Uh, next up, match seven, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. Damage Control is going to lose. I don't think there's any way you bring Lita and Trish back to lose, you know, even if Becky took the pin. Like, Becky also really shouldn't lose. Damage Control is on the way out, so I could see them losing. And it will at least it'll either plant the seeds for the breakup or it'll flat out start it. Um, who turns? I don't know, but uh, let's see. Yeah. They say Lynn Stratus and Lynn. That's, that's one of those fucking fan service matches, man. I don't know. So we'll pass. So now we get to the raw women's championship, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. I haven't seen second one of this feud. I saw Oscar win the rumble um, or, or, She didn't win the Rumble. Never mind. Asuka won the Chamber. I watched that. That was good. Um, I like this fucking character. She looks cool. Like, she's got so much fucking charisma still. I don't, like... And I I was noticing this earlier when I was watching the damage control build-up that I like a lot that they just let, like, Asuka and Eosky just speak Japanese. You know? And they don't like try to fucking. I guess they didn't do it with Tajiri too much either. A little bit, maybe, but like. I'm sure they both speak English and probably just fine, but. It's a little better that you don't quite know what they're talking about. You can feel it. I don't know a word. I don't know word one of what Asuka says, but I always know what she means. I think that's fucking cool. Like that's. I I like watching her. So, wow. I can't imagine Asuka winning the belt here. But oh, I wouldn't mind it. And Dan says Asuka winning and Bianca chasing would be a wise move, in my opinion. Asuka's been one of the one of, if not the most successful NXT call-up. Yeah, man. She's always like they thought, oh, Asuka could she should leave. Connor would be booked better at AEW. No, she wouldn't. They don't book the women at all. So what are you gonna do? She's good where she is. Cliff says I shook Trish Stratus's hand once. She's hella small. I feel like most celebrities are tiny. But yeah, Ben Grimm makes a good point. Charlotte is a call up. Yeah. It's gotta be Charlotte. But <clears throat> Dan says Bianca's in danger of getting that Super Cena label put on her. Yeah, maybe. But I'd like to see Asuka's as champ again. She's great. I like Bel Air too, though. I just I feel like they want. But <laughs> Belair's young, so there's really no one to save her to give someone else a rub to, really. So give it to fucking Oscar. Let her run with it. And like Dan says, let Belair chase it. There's, It's always more fun in the chase. Like Stone Cold's title reigns are short because once he had the belt, it's like, oh, now what? You know, but uh, this is one of the other matches I'm fucking – Really looking forward to undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos. I don't think there's any shot in hell Owens and Zayn don't walk away with the belts here. Um, that just makes too much sense. It didn't make any sense for Zayn to win the belt at Elimination Chamber, but the tag belts with Owens, I honestly, that's, that's payoff to a fucking seven or eight year story. So, my God, what better way to fucking do it? Um, along with that, both Usos have been fantastic in this Bloodline storyline, um, Jay specifically. Jay's going to be a fucking pretty big name in, in the near future, I think. Um, maybe not the biggest, cause I think they both have a, a predilection for drinking and driving. So, you know, you can't really send them around the world. Most people won't take them, but um, yeah. So I like this. I mean, if, if you're watching wrestling, you're well well aware of the bloodline storyline. So I'm not going to fucking dig into it quick. Plus, I'm short on time. Uh, SmackDown's Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair and Ripley. Charlotte won the first match. Ray Ripley's going to win this one. Don't be surprised if you maybe even fucking next year, Mania 40, we get the third match once and for all. Who's better, Charlotte or Ripley? Um, Flair or Ripley? Rhea's got to win. I don't think there's any fucking chance that that doesn't happen. This one has been pretty cool build up. I know a lot of people don't like Logan Paul. I don't, for whatever reason, I don't have that same fucking hold up. I don't think he's a fucking cool guy, but I like him in the context of wrestling. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> I know he gets a lot of shit for that, like, Suicide Forest video he did, I think, when he was, like, what, seven? But, or whatever it was, I don't know. Um... And yeah, whatever. He's a douchebag, but so what? There are so many fucking douchebags. Why everyone gets so up in arms about this guy? I don't get it. Um, Rollins is fantastic at everything he does. The build-up to this has been spectacular. Um, Logan Paul plays his role well. Miz is very important in this. Um, you know, he, he, Miz is great at everything, though. Uh, I want to say Rollins wins, but maybe Logan Paul gets the victory which I think would be his first. Am I wrong? Um, Look for this one to potentially steal the night, though, I think. Like, it's not one that I'm overly excited for. I'm definitely – I mean, this is a pretty good fucking card. Um, When I went from one month ago not knowing shit about it to be genuinely excited by a couple of these. Um, But I can see Rollins – and Paul's a fucking freak athletically, too. So he can hit that fucking hangman – lariat whatever he calls it the buckshot that's it he can actually hit that fucking move 10 times out of 10 um so i i think this one definitely has potential to just be insane united states championship match john cena versus Austin theory not a whole bunch of build-up to this like this is one of the ones i was talking about where they had to like pull from you know like last year i think you know like i think july or august of 22 you know like just way back so like you know and Cena's in hollywood it's gonna be hard but a decent fucking feud the past versus the future potential you know present whatever the fuck i think this is a time where cena needs to lose um you know we did a lot of shit talking that no matter what happens that theory loses because either yeah you got fucking punked out by john cena at mania or you beat cena and now you got to do it alone it's interesting but it's borderline you know triple h fucking levels of stupid because okay well then john you won so what who cares like what the fuck does it matter you said you were going to beat him or you lost well john you couldn't beat this guy you said had no shot you're a pussy and you're done, aren't you? Like, there's no way to win when you fucking bury the guy like that. And not that he's like buried and you'll never get over it, but like, that's, that's what that is. So I think theory's got to retain because I guess that's the other part of it. Is that Cena's not going to be fucking running around with the U.S. title. He's got shit to do. Um, but then we call it the main event of the night undisputed WWE Championship Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. The culmination of fucking a year, basically, for Cody Rhodes, re-debuting last year at Mania to face Rollins in a fantastic match. He comes to face the the other Shield member. The better of the two, I think. Roman Reigns is an all-timer. It's going to be a fucking story, man. It's going to be a great match. It's going to be long. It's going to be dramatic. It's going to be everything Reigns has been the last two years, three years almost. You know, it's going to be everything Cody's been in this last year. There's going to be a lot of fucking, you know, like semi-updated 80s baby-faced fire. You know, and I mean that in the most positive way I can. Um, I think Rhodes wins. It makes a lot of sense, but God damn it, man. I would love to see this reign of Romans go over a thousand days. So really wouldn't be upset if rain's retained. Uh, but I think Smart Money says Rhodes walks out with that belt. This guy agrees. I don't give a shit about this guy. but <clears throat> So that's the card. I'm excited. Let me know in the comments down below if you guys are excited. Um, while we're at it, throw out your fucking ear picks for favorite stand-up special of all time if you've got them. I am going to go ahead and just lock in fucking Eddie Murphy Delirious. You know, Sometimes the obvious answer is the right one. Um, Dan says hitting a thousand days isn't a big enough reason to do it. And I get that. But I just like the little bit of number dork that I have in me would like to see it is all. But as we're wrapping up, I'd like to thank all of my lovely, lovely patrons. Christian Hanahara, Nick Ridza, Jay the Stingray, Dan Shine, Lauren Dixon, Mr. Bombastic, Cack, The Daily Ghost, Slaughterport, Brian Trash, Ben Grimm, and Jennifer Lynn. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> Dan says he's already Roman's already the longest dominant champion, the most dominant champion of this era. Fuck Christ, I didn't get any of those words right. That's embarrassing. Uh, uh. Gypsy says Roman's his favorite wrestler. But anyway, we're going to run. Dan, Big T, Gypsy, Lauren, Christian, Retrokeck, Billy Bean. uh, Jamie was in here for a little while. Cliff Booth, of course. Ben Grimm. Jay the Stingray. I saw talking shit about fucking Aaron Rodgers. He can shove that up his ass. Tell you what, when he's on the team and we win a Super Bowl, I'll buy an Aaron Rodgers jersey. Not a fucking second before. (gasps) oh <gasps> dan says live and raquel are in a tag team oh, okay whatever i don't know bah, bah, bah. we're not doing comments anyone i missed jennifer you were here hello mikey dying breed i love you all thank you my brain can't remember everyone from an hour ago but oh god just shut up fatso iris let <laughs>